Hello Libra friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Libra September 2022 Astrology Top 5 Things to Know Horoscope Forecast. Definitely go to AnnieHelpsYou.com which you can find in the link below the video or podcast to see all the free goodies I make for you each month. You don't want to miss anything I work hard to make you that will help you make the most of the starry possibilities. This is for you if Libra is your sun sign, your rising sign, your moon sign, or any other placement of Libra that you're watching for, what I am going to talk about here will be part of your astrological picture. And if you're a very late degree Libra, so we'll say October 15th through the rest of the sign or like 23 degrees to the rest of the sign, then I additionally suggest you watch my Scorpio reports because you very late degree friends will benefit from both the Libra and the Scorpio reports. So now let's go into the top five things to know for the month of September. The first big thing to know is that you have a new moon in your sign. You don't only just have a new moon in your sign, you've got the sun getting ready to go into your sign, you've got Mercury moving through and retrograde through your sign. So there's a lot of activity in the sign of Libra, but let's talk about the new moon first. The new moon is going to be on September 25th, and we feel that, you know, days before, days after, this is new opportunities for relationship, relationship with yourself. This is new opportunities to plant seeds for the types of client relationships that you want to have or finding a perfect practitioner or anything having to do with getting help from someone, collaborating with someone, or healing relationships that you currently have or creating new relationships or new chapters in relationships. So you've got this beautiful opportunity for these seeds to be planted and for things previously planted to start to bloom over the course of the upcoming weeks after this moon. Everyone will get the goodies from this, all the Libras, but you will especially get an extra kiss if you are close to two degrees. So that's going to be our very early September born. So basically, like most of the September born Libras, um, especially those through like the 28th, from the beginning of the sign through around the 28th of September, and the closer to two degrees, so the closer to the first couple of days there, like the 23rd, 24th, 22nd, all in there, you're going to get the biggest kiss from this. Okay, so let's talk about what else is going on. So Mercury is going retrograde and from September 10th through October 1st. We are going to talk about retrograde energies more later, but I just wanna point this out now because it is going retrograde through your sign, it's especially relevant. This is going to call some things into question. It could call relationships into question, and this is a theme that's also coming up from the eclipse season, which we will also talk about that later. Um, so there are multiple themes of things in relationship being called into question. You are going to be second guessing things within all of your relationships, or you might be reiterating the happy points. So you're definitely going to be taking stock of what's working in all of your relationships and what's not, and hopefully taking some um, you know, decisive action within yourself. And when I say decisive action, I don't mean like making a decision to break up, making a decision, you know, unless it's a really bad situation, because the retrograde doesn't support as well like making a finite decision on something. But it's like those those promises you make to yourself, like I'm going to be on a path to improve my relationship. I'm going to be on a path to get out of a relationship. I'm going to, you know, it's not necessarily the actual action taken to get out, but it's like that internal um, thing that you make for yourself that, that is the catalyst for all this. It's also going to call into question some things about your relationship with yourself. 
and your physical health and your physical body. Okay, so this is a really good time to reevaluate, try some different things on, get in some different routines as far as your health and wellness, and also your style and your image. Those types of topics are going to come up at this time. So the um, the next, so I wanted to talk about the moon. So the next piece is let's talk more about what the personal planets are doing. Okay, this is the, the thing to know number two. The sun is moving through your 12th house. And when that happens, this happens all the time, the weeks before your birthday um, or before the sun crosses over your Libra placement, whichever it is, and it turns out to have the same energy in your chart either way. So when the sun lights up your 12th house, your mind can get much more chattery. Fears can come up, addictions can flare, spiritual breakthroughs can occur, sleeplessness can occur, and also, um, you know, things like uh, messages and dreams, synchronicities increasing, where you notice that things around you are kind of spirit speaking to you very loudly. So the place of the unseen is sort of being lit up very much at this time, and that happens until your birthday. So for those of you who are um, September born Libras, happy birthday. Make sure you make your birthday wishes, write them down, say them out loud, and feel them as if they've already come true. You can search for Annie Botticelli making wishes come true to see my video about how to best use your birthday wishes and more about manifesting um, with astrology. But for now, let's just say, you know, you do have wishes, they are astrological, and the universe is especially receptive to your wishes at this time because the sun in the sky, which represents what you want, comes together with the sun in your chart, which is where when you were born, and it creates a portal for wishing. Now, if you are not watching for your sun sign, you still do get energy for intentions, for setting intentions, because the sun is going to kiss whatever your Libra placement is, and that can add vitality, that can add oomph, that can add you know, amplitude to whatever it is that you're trying to create. But do know that in the weeks before your birthday, now those of you who are later in the sign, like October born, this is gonna be a little staggered for you. You might not start to feel that extra busyness rumping and bumping around in your mind until towards the end of September, early October. And the later you are in the sign, the later you will feel this. Um, but everyone will go through it during this September and October time. Sometimes people start to party early before their birthday. And what I've seen this to be is people not knowing how to handle the sun lighting up their 12th house of all of their you know, regrets and fears and anxiety, and it's, it's sort of um, based in dysfunction. So I just wanna put out there the, the possibility that maybe this time, instead of doing that, maybe taking some action on what it is that's really bothering you instead of trying to escape from it um, so that you can actually heal it. And you've got really great opportunities to do that at this time. So still on topic number two of what's going on with the signs and the houses, Mars is uh, lighting up your, let's see, we've got it's our ninth house. And so this is going to be for an exorbitantly long time, okay? Again, we'll talk about the fact that Mars is in retrograde a little bit later in one of the other points, but for now I wanna talk about the fact that it's in Gemini and the fact that it's in the ninth house and what that means for Libra. So usually Mars blows through a sign very quickly over a few months, but because Mars is going retrograde in Gemini, for like seven or eight months, it's going to be in the sign of Gemini. And for Libras, this is actually an amazing thing because this is a fellow air sign. So that means you have, you know, triple or quadruple the amount of time of Mars giving you kisses. So this is a big deal. 
And this can come up through any area of your life, but what's especially being focused on is writing, publishing, speaking, teaching, education for yourself or your family, um, long distance travel, immigration, international business, languages, spiritual studies. Those kind of things are really coming into the forefront for a very long-term tour. So you might notice that some of those pieces might you might be really resonating like with being on an education bender, like there's something that you're interested in studying and you just go bonkers with it. And the retrogrades are a very wonderful time for studying. So, um, so to, September is you know covered in retrograde and this is sort of launching a very big time for you to, to be investigating things you're interested in and doing something with that, you know? Um, and usually that doing something is closer to you. It's, you know, in, in the form of studying or researching or something like that. Okay, so let's see. So the sun is also going to be um, in Virgo before it gets to Libra. We can't skip that part. Venus will get to Virgo and Mercury will retrograde back to Virgo. So three placements in Virgo are going to give you some great powers of perception, powers of productivity, and power to, powers of concentration. So detail-oriented things. If you have made a bit of a mess over the summer or winter for you all down under, you know, with spending or activity, this is, or just kind of being off your schedule or off your diet or whatever, you know, your your thing that you've kind of let loose with. This is a time when you're kind of just pulling everything back into a coherent system, you know, and getting some structure and it will feel good. You know, I think that even though it, it's not, it's not like these beautiful trines with Mars and, you know, and that sort of um, just blessed easy energy. And it is a little bit more work and a little bit against your natural flow. I think it will feel good to be able to pull some things into focus and to clear up unfinished business, which is definitely a big storyline of this month and the time to come. Okay, so that was point number two. Okay, so then the third thing I wanted to talk about is these beautiful trines. Okay, so the the energy of the month is about split. So if you're familiar with my sweet and salty ratio that I always talk about, the sweet aspects are the easy ones that tend to bring blessings and, you know, harmony when the stars are talking, speaking in the same language. And then the conflicted points, the salty ones, you know, can bring a little drama, annoyance, nuisance, speed bumps, etc. So the profile for this month is about equal. You know, it's, it's a pretty neutral month where there's like just as much sweet, sweet just as many sweet aspects as there are um, salty ones, but within those sweet aspects, six of those are trines, the most favorable aspect in all of astrology. And and these trines are happening between September 11th and September 28th. So that's a massive amount of sweetness in a short amount of time. And most of it has to do with material uh, accomplishment, financial security, emotional security, um, building structures, building something um, you know, long-term and things gelling in a way that's very, very tangible. So you'll have a lot of sweet spots for blessings to pull those kind of things in. And some of that energy is going to be focused on deep relationships with money, loans, um, you know, inheritances, that kind of thing. Some of it will be family or home or housing related. All of these blessings coming in are highlighting those houses for you. So hopefully you'll see some really good things gelling there. If you've been working on some things for a while, the retrograde can kind of bring them in. And um, and that's, that's perfect. Or you could have a new opportunity and do something with that. But there is going to be a strong tilt to the past because of the retrograde energies this month. 
Now, one of the trines that I want to point out in particular has to do with um, air. Okay, so all of the earth trines are great. You can get amazing blessings from them, but the air one is going to actually connect in and make trines with your and sextiles, which are another favorable energy, with your placement, okay? Um, now, if you like to have a write-up of all the sweet and salty aspects, what they are, what you can expect from them delivered into your inbox one month early, sign up for my free email newsletter at AnnieHelpsYou.com. You get all kinds of other perks, including my 28-day virtual coaching program, which is very comprehensive, called Shine, um, and all kinds of other goodies. You can run a free birth chart through the software there. Um, and I don't send you a lot of emails. So you can go to AnnieHelpsYou.com to do that if you want a detailed list of all of the aspects. So we're just going through a few here. So this aspect on September 28th has to do with Mars in Gemini making the most fabulous aspect this trine with Saturn in Aquarius. And this is at 19 degrees. So all the air signs are going to get extra special kisses from this in the days around the 28th. And it could be days leading up to it and days after it, you know, over the week you know, a few days before and a few days after that time. So everyone can see kisses, but the closer you are to 19 degrees, so we'll say between 14 and 24 degrees, gets the, get the biggest kisses, and the closer to 19 degrees, the biggest kiss. Okay, so that's going to be about October 4th, 5th, you know, through like October 14th, 15th, and then like um, the 9th, 10th being the, the biggest kiss for that particular aspect. And what that can bring has to do with Mars, using your energy, your life force from the past or from the present, connecting in with Saturn, the taskmaster. So hard work, elbow grease, discipline, again, could be from the past, but there's so much of a tilt to the past because of the retrograde flow this month. Um, but, you know, so a lot of it is going to be seeds that you planted in the past could be rolling in on the tides now. So all of that can light up for you beautifully. And again, the places that are beautifully aspected are your writing and publishing and long distance travel. All of that stuff I talked about with Mars, that's getting beautifully highlighted. Then we're going to add in the storyline of children, creativity, leadership, fun, hobbies, your bucket list, your passion projects, anything like that is factoring in. And then it's also going to, to connect in with your um, vitality, your image, your what you put out into the world, how people see you, your physical body. So all of the blessings from the air connections are going to create this beautiful um, grand trine. Basically, when that, that trine between Gemini and Aquarius come together and connects in with your placements, um, it will make the energy of a grand trine, which is exactly what it sounds like. So that's very exciting. Okay, so the next number four on my list of the top five things to know is that we are re-entering eclipse season. So this is really important to know this. The Taurus Scorpio eclipses that we're still working with as of the end of last year, we had them, you know, another six months before we, you know, in the, the spring or fall for you all done under, we had a, a cycle. Um, now we're having another cycle of Taurus Scorpio, and this is bringing up for everybody, me versus we, my stuff versus your stuff, your individual income, your shared income, interactions with other people as far as the government and corporations and you know taxes, some of the other stuff I alluded to before. All of that's coming up in a very big way, and energies might be getting shuffled around, like maybe your individual income decreases, but your spousal income increases, or maybe vice versa, you know? So it's like things are being shuffled around. And that's 
you know, going to be very notable. New income streams, ending of income streams, you're going to see that. And although we're not at the eclipse time yet, we are in the season, okay? So the eclipses are in October, November, but the eclipse season starts four to six weeks before. So that puts us in pretty much all of September as ripe for news, events, information, whispers, or yells about the ways that these things might start to manifest for you. It can also increase drama. It can increase excitement. You could feel foreboding. You could feel, you know, a sense of positive, um, you know, something positive on its way, you know, anticipation. It's a very intense time and you will be feeling it. So that's why I wanted to mention it. You might also have more trouble sleeping and that's also coming from the planets rumping and bumping in your 12th house. There are multiple layers of, you know, your, your dreams being more vivid, your connection with the lesser seen worlds being, you know, um, amplified, maybe connecting with a loved one who's passed away. Maybe they show up in some sort of way, you know, that synchronicity brings to you. Those types of things are being highlighted both by the personal planetary movements of the Sun and Mercury and Venus, and also the layer of the eclipses. So you might feel like you have your fingers stuck in an electric socket for a few months, which is typical in eclipse season. And that is a very important top thing to know. So let's see, the last top thing to know is that we are now officially in that time that I told you was coming, which is the tides rolling in. And we are starting this retrograde cycle for a very long time. So retrograde cycle, and specifically I'm talking about the personal planets here, and the only personal planets that go retrograde are Mercury, Venus, and Mars. And when one or more of those planets go retrograde, or it's the weeks before or after um, that retrograde called the shadow periods, things are really moving inwards and backwards. You know, the time of open direct stars that we have from June 19th through around August 21st, if you imagine being on a shore, a, you know, um, a beach, now from June, when I'm recording this, from June 19th through August 21st, the tides are going out. Throw your message in a bottle out. You know, throw your um, the boat that you're trying to get off the deserted island out. And the tides will naturally take things further and wider as the tides are going out. So anything that you want to go far and wide, those are the kind of things that you would like to have go in a direct period. Anything that you throw out onto the sea when the tides are rolling in as they are in September and as they will be until March of 2023, they're just going to roll right back to you. And if they do make it out, they're not going to get out as far and wide as you would they would if you waited until the tides were going out. So if you've got to plan a very big project and you can't fit it in by you know the end of August, the third week of August, you might want to dot your dot your I's and cross your T's over you know September through February and plan to launch it in March, because it, depending on what it is, if it's something very small, if it's just like a marketing promo, if it's something you intend to be short term, if it's something you're trying on, if it's you know there are a lot of things ways that you can work with the retrogrades. And actually, if you search for Annie Botticelli Mercury retrograde and Annie Botticelli Mars retrograde, you'll find lots of resources that I've created. It's also, you can find stuff in my book, Planetology, How to Align with the Natural Rhythms of the Universe. Um, so all of these things are available for you to look into all the details because we're not going to cover all that here. But what it's important to know now is that this month is covered in retrograde. So September, so August 21st starts the Mercury retrograde shadow period. 
September 10th starts to retrograde, October 1st it goes direct, and then the post-shadow period goes until the middle of October. Around September 3rd, Mars' shadow period for its retrograde begins. So we're covered in two planets worth of retrograde. So it's very much going to be, you know, where you're handling things closer to you. You're not going as far as and wide for the most part. You know, there are always exceptions, like you might travel far, but for the most part, you're handling things right in front of you. You're dealing with things as they come to you. You're being the spider and waiting for the food to come to you. And one of the biggest top things to know about Mars retrograde is you don't want to force things to happen. Mars rules that initiative, that oomph, and when it's in retrograde, a lot of times it's not the time to try to force something to happen. So the keynote will be your little clue from the universe that you're getting off track will be frustration. You know, whereas like June, July, most of August, you might have to push through to get some things done and, and have that oomph, but once Mars starts its retrograde flow, which it will be in its shadow period from September 3rd, it will go retrograde October 30th, it will stay retrograde till January 12th, and its post-shadow period will be retrograde until the middle of March. So you can see the further out the planets go, the longer the shadow periods are before the retrogrades and the longer the retrogrades are themselves. That's why we're, we're covered in this very long period of time. And I can also tell you a sneak peek that 2023 is another year covered by retrogrades, um, kind of akin to what we had um, you know, in recent years where we, you know, when everybody was in, inside from COVID, I'm not saying that that's going to happen again, but just kind of, it's, it's going to be a very internal and backward year next year. And if you want a sneak peek into the astrological tides of next year, including the wide open direct periods for launches next year as a sneak peek, you definitely want to join my exclusive content um, community, which you can see at Annie B Astrology. So Annie, the letter B astrology.com. Um, you can join us there and I'm, you know, doing all kinds of amazing things for the people in that community. So you can check the sneak peeks out there. But I can tell you now that it's a, a year covered in retrogrades. So if you want to do some big things, you're going to want to work in the backdrop now, prepare for spring or fall for you all down under, launch. Um, but there are a ton of things that are really great to do during the retrograde. So I'm going to leave you with a couple of those things and we will be talking about them more over the months that are covered in retrograde. One of the great things of this time is a staycation. Travel is okay, travel may come up. You know, you don't have to fear it if it does, but it's really, really great to just be home, get stuff done, get stuff crossed off your list, clear off clutter, take care of maintenance things. Things have been squeaking for attention, you know, cutting back your hedges, getting the recycling taken out, you know, just everything that has been kind of building up like mundane types of things right around your surroundings, clearing off your desk. It's amazing for that type of energy in September and beyond. It's also really great for indulging in hobbies and fun. Okay, so this is a time where your creative juices might be supercharged. It's also a really great time for studying. So if you happen to be in school programs, the retrograde is really awesome for that. You can study hard and you know do really well. Mars and Gemini might get you a little bit distracted, but it still overall is a very good time for study and research. Um, and if you are, let's see, revising or editing or writing or working in the backdrop in some way, it's amazing for that. Going back over and editing your site or editing content, you know, going back over and revising a project. September and beyond are really, really great for all of those types of things. 
Taking calm action on unfinished business is another thing that I like for September and beyond. So, you know, again, something that is really needed to be done, but it's not just like practical. It can also be like dealing with your relationships or dealing with a health issue or dealing with, you know, a pattern. So inner work is really amazing during retrogrades and mostly because retrogrades tend to bring things up that are unresolved from the past. So you may have opportunities to see what you're still working with that is interfering between between you and more joy. Okay, there are things that are blocks between you and more joy and more a more wonderful experience. And sometimes the retrogrades make those present. So rather than fearing them, oh gosh, things are going to come up, you know, welcome it and say, I am going to get insight into what is stopping me from having more joy and I can take action on that. So that's really good. Continuing with things that are already launched and just kind of moving them along. Low stakes experiments. Like I said, if you've got a marketing promo, even if it's a new marketing promo, it's totally fine to do that during the retrograde. And sometimes it works out really well. It just has to be low stakes, like investing a bunch of money in something that has to have a certain outcome to work out. That's not always best during the retrograde, but if it's like no skin off your back to to do it, those types of things are good. Or things that are also meant to be short term, you know, like maybe you want to have a few month um, temporary business, you want to do pet sitting for a few months, or, you know, you want to, you know, do lawns for a few months or something that's intended to be short term, it actually works really well to um, put those things in motion in a retrograde. So you might find that that works out really well for you. Okay, so in general, now you know the top five things that are most on my mind for this month so that you can have the best month possible and line up with the starry possibilities. Okay, so I've given you lots to work with to help you make the most of the energies this month and to help you understand the energetic patterns at work and play. And if you'd like more resources, I've got all of these here. You can additionally go to the little more button, the little arrow underneath the bottom right of the video, click on that, and all of the links that I'm giving you here will be clickable, right? So if you're looking for reading options, including a beautiful, very detailed 45-minute audio of your birth chart for $33 from my brilliant husband, you can find that at AnnieBClarity.com. You can go to AnnieHelpsYou.com, sign up for my free email newsletter. This is where you can access running a free birth chart. This is where you access my 28-day in-depth virtual coaching program called Shine for free. This is also where you'll find tons of blogs and you get lots of other perks for being on my newsletter list. If you're looking for written horoscopes by me, always up a month early, you can go to CozyBySweetStarlight.com. If you haven't seen this site, go to it. It is so beautiful. We've got me and my team have lots of amazing astrology-inspired blogs and healthy living blogs. We've got hypnosis for all the signs. We've got healing frequencies for all the signs. I've got the written horoscopes that I write. We have yoga for all the signs. So it's just a very beautiful, comprehensive site. If you're looking for free courses on how to manifest money and um, wellness, you can go to loomlife.com, my school, Luminous Life Multiversity, L-U-M-L-I-F-E. You can also find my astrology education courses here, including my behemoth of a master course called Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery Course, which you can fully utilize even if you don't want to be a professional astrologer, but it certainly will get you up to the level where you could be and show you how to make your business a success. And payment plans are available there too.
Now, I've also got two books out and more on the way. Planetology, How to Align with the Natural Rhythms of the Universe. You will find this on the bookshelves in all major booksellers, including all the books a million, all the Barnes and Nobles. It's right there on the shelf. Plus, you can get it on Amazon and through any independent bookseller. And you can find Radical Prayer on Amazon, and you can order it anywhere as well. So I hope you have a wonderful month, and I'll see you next month. Bye!